0: Hello people, welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast where we get to the guts of what makes Star Wars meaningful to us. I'm Alyssa Simmons and I'm joined today by my pals, Dino Nicandros. Hello. And Daniel Dawson. Hello there. And today we're talking The Mandalorian, Chapter 14, The Tragedy, directed by Robert Rodriguez and by God. We're Star Wars fans.
1: Huh. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Star Wars, inside the taunt-taunt,
2: this is our podcast opening song.
1: Alyssa,
2: Daniel, and Dino, talking about Star Wars, like and subscribe.
0: Gosh Tragedy.
3: I have been waiting for nearly twenty-four hours
1: it's been
2: <laughs> to
0: talk about this episode
3: since Oh
0: my gosh Alyssa
3: was asleep and yeah. I will I will read Never forgive her. <laughs> yes, what did I say to Daniel? Um uh she has to nap during the day for the next 2. This That's is right. unacceptable behavior and I won't stand for it.
1: Wow, you
0: we guys were are so a excited bunch about this dicks. episode.
3: you bunch of dicks. No, Alyssa, Alyssa is the adult in the room. She goes to, to bed at normal hours, she drinks water. Mhm. Yes, um, she's hydrating, which all she's going guys... to live 15 years longer than us, but we had more fun in the moment. Okay, so. I promise really I
0: promise both of you and now the people that are listening also have my word that I will oh, take a midday nap. For the next two episodes, and watch, oh, watch live with you for the next oh, for the last let's go, two. Wee wee.
2: I mean, listen, the last two episodes. I mean, they're gonna be lit
3: AF. So we're in a very interesting spot where every week we are now saying this is the best I've seen. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. what the heck?
0: I mean, coming off uh, of last week's episode, I was like, how are they? I mean, we they- just got. Ahsoka freaking Tano. <laughs> how are we gonna go on from there? Yeah, the, how and... will we possibly
2: go on? We've gotten a just, we've gotten legacy characters in like every episode since the past three, right? Like, whoa, yeah, they said, whoa, whoa. well, we
3: see your Ahsoka Tano and we'll one up you by answering every question you've had thus far.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. Truly, well, I mean, at least almost. I mean, wow. Well, right,
3: uh, but pointing us in a direct, actually answering questions for once instead of asking them.
2: Yeah, the the show is uh, hella a lot less vague. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess I should we, have been we... more emotionally prepared given the title of the episode. Uh,
2: yeah, well, but okay, I'm glad you brought God that up heaven. too. No, yeah, because wow, um, the I yeah, wasn't... so the, the 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 title was a dead giveaway, but also. Um, something we mentioned last night, Do you know, the, the, um, I, and I think I need to stop watching the recaps cause we know what the fuck is going to happen. You know what I mean? Like we don't need a recap. We're, if you watched we're doing the episode a recap, recap, recap show as we speak for goodness sake. So.
3: If you watched the episode recap at the beginning of the episode, it, it is taken from the end of chapter five of season one, the gunslinger. Yeah. Where we spent a year speculating. Is that, that, that boot spur sound? Is that Boba Fett? Uh huh. Yeah. And also like, oh, I wonder
2: what happened to her. What she, where is she going to show up again and then? Why
3: are they showing her dead body? Oh, cuz she's not dead. Right. And and then yeah.
2: So it, it 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 was a dead giveaway and I wish I hadn't watched it. But even still, like I it nothing could have matter. prepared me for the it elation that I was about to feel. I mean, I guess maybe and it's interesting too because I wish I can go back in time and feel feel how I would feel about the uh the episode both ways because I mean the, knowing that it was about to happen and the anticipation leading up to it. And then the fulfillment of that what, and, <laughs> and it, and it actually living up to that. Like for me was still so magical. I, I am so happy. I'm so happy.
3: Well, and the last two episodes had zero scenes in any of the promotional material. Right. Right. So we are flying completely blind now. Yeah. With only our theories. And speculations to guide us. Which, I mean, guys, which, real quick, go ahead and give yourselves a pat on the back. I'll give everyone, as we go along, an opportunity to give yourself a serious pat on the back because I think we all hit on some pretty, pretty. Big theories. Yeah. I and mean,
2: we definitely threw out a lot of a lot of fishnets, you know, like some big some big old nets. We but threw everything against the wall. We did. And some we of did. it stuck. <laughs> the, yeah, so and we're and at going least to one take credit stuck, for which
3: that. Is great. Yeah. It's called hedging your bets.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's correct. Exactly.
3: Um, but um, that,
2: I think that's pretty dope.
3: As we said, it was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. And it showed, if you are familiar with this man's work uh, filmography. He uh, directed Planet Terror. Which oh is God, an absolute violent romp in the style of Quentin Tarantino, which makes um, complete sense when we dive into this episode. Yeah, I just very remember like, like very, yeah, very stabby.
0: stabby, like very the, the stabby, most,
3: very, like very
2: stabby, very very hitty, very stabby, <laughs> very some <laughs> clubby. Some of the most iconic moments from that are the uh the gun leg, like the, the M16 prosti- gun leg. Oh that's oh correct. Gosh. And yep. also, I remember like like testicles in a test tube that like uh-huh. got
3: stepped on yeah that's that pretty awful yeah anyway. i can't believe i've seen this film but <laughs> but but i have oh yeah uh, I, once, I saw it once in, a,
2: um i think i saw it in a drive-thru which is the most oh. uh, that's the probably where you should see it, it honestly yeah i mean it was it was meant for a drive-thru
0: I'll never see uh, that. In, I sorry. was saying stabby no, you uh, as in you... stabby as in reference to this Mandalorian episode. Oh my God! Yes, very stabby. So
3: violent. This is as violent as Star Wars has ever gotten. Violent and head crushing. But he, so he did Planet Terror. He did Once Upon a Time in Mexico, Sin City, From Dusk Till Dawn, and Spy Kids. Oh good. <laughs> which is the most violent out of all of them? Oh, which is yeah. the mo- Which is the most heinously violent of all of them? <laughs> Truly. Uh, he 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 nailed it. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about it as we dive deep. But wowie uh, wowie 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 wowie. He wowie. he was given great material. Also, mm-hmm. he was. Yeah, he was given the sandbox to play with. Mm-hmm.
2: How long, okay? Wait, how long was this episode again?
3: Thirty-two yeah. minutes. Yeah. So she was real short, but this is just about as short as
2: she was almost really as short, short as we get. But like, it still felt longer than the shortest of ep- the other short episode
3: yes uh it did i don't think we could have taken much longer of no. what was happening in this episode it was too much no. <laughs> it was just too much
2: to handle emotion i day.
3: wouldn't have survived the 55 minute runtime of season or of, uh, episode one if it was Woo! if it was like nope. this no way yeah
2: holy moly
3: um
2: so sh- should we shall we get into it let's or? dive let's right in and yeah. uh,
3: Right off the top, I'm glad they're wasting no time. We're yeah. going straight to Again. Tython. Here we go. Wasting no time. It's like we're going we're going. So we get this great scene.
2: This is what happens when, when you you let the director just, you know, use as much as there is material instead of saying it has to be forty five minutes long, so stretch it out if you gotta. You know what I mean? That that's that's when you get wasted time. This right. is just there we, like, there's no wasted
3: breath. Yeah, here. it's beautiful. So we start in the cockpit of the razor crest and we are flying to Tython. And we get a great little Which exchange between little baby Grogu boop, boop. and Daddy Mando. And he's he's attempting to train him. So cute. <laughs> like a a way, good dad. So cute. Uh, yeah, Grogu's playing with, with the uh with the ball. Yeah, he's little knob at with the top his, of the with lever. His son. <laughs> he's infatuated with and and Mando takes great delight in saying his name and seeing mm-hmm. a response.
2: Oh my God, his giggle, that was a, so very sweet.
3: Cute.
0: Yeah, adorable. Like he basically
3: a, said like hee, more or less. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mando's cold exterior has been shattered by, mm-hmm. by the child. Yeah, and I love that. And it, it, it's, it, it's a really sweet, poignant, fatherly moment because yeah. he explains to him, and we don't know how much grogu understands Mm -hmm. yet we know he understands some things but like his name that's all i can confirm but but he he explains to him he's like i'm taking you to where ahsoka told us to go we're going to find a jedi and they'll take care of you right and he says you're very special kid oh And i was like oh my god it's gonna be that kind of episode Yeah.
2: yeah yeah we're we're definitely going there and it just seems that they're they're setting up um, you know that conversation again about the the connection between the two of them and right. how it's going to you know potentially be his. Um... You know his maybe his weakness, undoing his undoing. Yes, <laughs> but uh but I I I hope that they prove him wrong, and they're like through the power of of fatherly son love, they they yeah. triumph. <laughs> you know, Well, well and
3: and again, it, it just boils down to I don't know how much Grogu understands, but you can tell he's very content to just be with mm-hmm. his dad. Yeah, he's in his ball his ball and his tat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a simple life mm-hmm. a
3: simple life would that all of our lives were so simple truly so we enter the atmosphere of Tython mm-hmm. okay i haven't i didn't i didn't research this but i know they're shooting the mandalorian in orange mm-hmm. county mostly
2: wait is that right i actually didn't yes. know that yeah
3: yes yeah like uh, in studio or also yes. not yes. in studio well, some is outdoors, but but the the volume studio is also down there.
0: Wow, I did not. know We gotta that. look for it.
3: That, yeah, let's, it, let's go. Tython let's go looked a lot it. like the San Gabriel Mountains. Mm. oh yeah, or the sure. Santa Monica Mountains. Yeah, or uh-huh. I was like, I I've been hiking there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did look very familiar. Uh uh-huh. Those looked like Southern California for mountains, sure. mm-hmm. which is which is funny, but uh, we approach. And we see the ruins of the Jedi temple that Ahsoka was referencing. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a, a Stonehenge mm-hmm. kind of arrangement.
0: Yeah, huge leaning stones in towards the center um, right? With
3: the, with the seeing stone in the middle. Which, Very ancient. Which Grogu is supposedly supposed to sit on. Uh, and Mando remarks, uh, it's two narrow to land. It's too small a target, so we're going to have to, as he put it, travel the last stretch <laughs> with the windows down. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> Cut to him with the jetpack and Baby Yoda's ears flapping, flapping in a the wind. Puppy going... <laughs> enjoying the hell out of himself. So uh, great. Cute. So cute. And we land on this temple area. He proceeds to Place Grogu on top of the Seeing Stone.
2: And he's like and looking it, for a mechanism, like,
3: and and what now? Yeah, he's it's like, it's got to be a button or something. Yeah, what does this mean? Do they see you, or do you see them? There's got to be, gotta be, st- gotta be some- a button somewhere on this yeah. thing.
2: Yeah, and of course, like, you know, yeah, it feels like you know, uh, like Dad's trying to. This is very typical Dad. Like, here, I'll I'll do it. Let me let me help you, and you're like, <laughs> right? It's like, all right, kid, do your thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: he's just looking at him and he's playing with butterflies, <laughs> and he's like. Come on, for <laughs> God's sake, okay, so we're not three minutes mm-hmm. in, yeah, uh-huh, four minutes yep. in, uh-huh, and you like uh like the lightning before the thunder, mm-hmm, well, kind of reverse, you hear the sound before you actually see it, it's completely the opposite, but you hear the sound of a ship flying overhead, and I already knew familiar. And we see Slave One, the famous ship. We of, all were like w- of one Boba Fett.
2: We're like he, because we we even talked about this already. Like like, does Slave One still exist? Yeah. It does he, is he in ownership he, right. of it? Like, and and there. Well, I guess when he was. climbed
3: out of the Sarlacc, it was still parked at
2: Jabba's <laughs> palace. <laughs> I so. guess so. <laughs> and apparently he had like you know he had a car alarm on and right, right. nobody
3: yeah. thought to take it you know yep. right it's great. It sound the sound design for that ship. I've always loved it. Mm-hmm. It was so great hearing it. It's very specific. Yep. It's such a cool looking.
0: Oh, so cool vehicle. Yeah,
3: the way the way it's flown, yeah, is very
0: oh, very my
2: unique and good cool. Good
3: God. Uh huh. So it lands. We immediately assume trouble here. Yep. Um.
2: Well, because you know, they, and maybe again, this is why they they named you know they titled the. Uh, the episode the way that they did because automatically I'm thinking oh here he comes to cause the tragedy you know yeah that was yep. where, that was where my mind went first
3: right we, they took yeah, us right. on another mm.
0: ride
2: they did they took us on another
3: ride. and so Mando kind of panics he's like time's up kid we gotta go uh, he he uses his uh, kind of internal binoculars in his helmet looks down at Slave One sees someone walk out we're like we gotta go we gotta go he turns around there is now. A force field of energy surrounding the <laughs> well, <a> child. What? <laughs> his eyes are closed, and he is clearly activated to the Seeing Stone. Oh, and and for what purpose? Meditation
2: fingers too. Oh,
3: just yes. So, so, so cute. <laughs>
1: cute.
0: He also looked like and for so what purpose? much more grown up when he was meditating. He did. He yeah. really looked a he lot totally like did. Yoda.
2: Uh huh. Like for like, I think I think out of. This is the most Yoda he's yeah. ever looked like. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Uh,
0: well, cuz mm-hmm. it's that, you know, that meditating.
3: Yes. Right. Wise beyond and years. And he's we're getting bigger and bigger glimpses of this kid's power. Mhm. And and for what purpose this is all happening, we still don't know. Was he communing with someone or was he simply just reaching uh, out? L- looking out into mm. the force? Is it kind of a beacon for others to, is he doing the searching or is he making himself available to be found? Yeah, right. Is he just like a, a yeah, a beacon that's like. And and who would answer that call? Because right. presumably if it's through the force, it could be anyone who has access to the force. Yeah. Correct. It could be somebody from the dark side. It could be too, someone not, not it great Portal itself
0: before. reminded me a lot of Avatar the Lost Airbender and also Legend of Korra. Yes. Because into the spirit, oh, the yeah. spirit mm-hmm. realms—that's uh-huh. what they look like. Mm-hmm. That's sort of like,
3: which again, felonie, and also a part a, of. yes, correct. Mm-hmm. And also a, a kind of a Doctor Strange concept. If 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 perhaps the child was looking into different possibilities mm-hmm. or looking down certain paths. If I went this direction, I don't know if he's self-aware enough oh, he yet yeah, to do that. Sure.
2: Well, well, but yeah, you're right because you know Yoda did really have the. Uh, the, some the foresight
0: and, yeah, uh-huh. and it was blue the energy field yes was blue so there's something there yep, yep, well there.
3: it was and and okay so last episode we talked about the possibility of um, Calcestis uh-huh. yes. perhaps stepping out of the video game realm mm-hmm. and into this story everybody's favorite this seeing Jedi. stone looked uh, and the writing on said seeing Stone, looked a hell of a lot like the runes you see all throughout
0: Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Yeah, yeah sure. Of the, like, this whole the episode, Jenna, actually, yeah. I mean, I've said it several times during this season of Bando, but especially when in a moment when we get all the troopers running through, that felt very, mm-hmm. very Fallen Order to me.
3: Sorry, this is not accidental. Oh, not no, at all. I'm, I think you're right. It's, uh, not at all. There's some synergy Ooh, going on here. Mm-hmm. Synergy. yeah. So we'll just leave that little nugget there for now. So Mando is like, okay, we're out of time. You can't do this. So he tries to reach into the force field, which that's brave, <laughs> yeah. but stupid. Stupid, right? And it, and, it, and it forces him back. It throws him back.
2: Oh, use that force. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Everyone, what do you drink. Um, so Mando decides tells the kid okay i'll buy you time do your thing having no idea how long it could take mm-hmm so mando goes down into the ravine and he's uh, kind of walking between these rocks and then gunfire opens up and he hides behind a rock and then we hear a very familiar voice unmistakable mm-hmm. voice of temora morrison <laughs> boba fett Oh man.
0: I'm so glad I'm so glad that, he's back. I'm so glad it wasn't just a that a little Maori in first episode. God
3: of a man. Yeah. And I, I, I have to say the the Kiwi accent and particularly kind of his Maori heritage. Yep. It's such a thrilling accent to listen mm-hmm. to. Yeah. And his voice is
0: It's a fantastic voice. Um amazing. Yeah.
3: Well
2: it unique too. You it's know? unique. It's, it's yeah, very you, uniquely him, yeah. huh.
3: Yeah, he's a mu- he's a much scarier Taika Waititi. <laughs> they, they share the <laughs> yeah, same heritage, uh-huh. but it's it's much. I've I've always been in love with his voice, and and to hear it again.
2: Why don't you marry it? Okay. <laughs>
0: Fine. <laughs> Fine. I'm gonna Fine. marry a voice.
3: Brown Fine. I'm sure that's legal cow. in New Zealand. And he says, "I've been tracking you, Mandalorian," and you get a blast of a didgeridoo. Which is now yeah. officially part of Boba Fett's which theme, awesome. which works on yeah. so many levels. It sounds it sounds very, uh, in a way, it sounds it's kind of got that Western feel. Totally. But more importantly, it reflects Temera Morrison's mm-hmm. yep. uh, background. Yeah, right. Which is so cool. I was yeah. like, that's it's just kind of building it into the character of Boba, who we didn't have a ton to go off of. Totally. So the didgeridoo is a nice ad. Which, after well this done,
2: episode, we Louis have <laughs> a lot to go off of now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and Boba's still in his kind of Tuscan robes. He's got the, the, the gaffy stick and the mm-hmm. long rifle on his back. And we learn that he, uh, well, Boba says, uh, give me the armor. Right. And Mando's like, oh, you're going to have to take it off my dead body. Yeah, he's jerk. like, no, not that armor. That's like, No, I don't want that armor. I want my armor. Your armor's
2: gross. (laughs) I don't want
3: it. He's like, well, it it belongs to a Mandalorian. Are you a Mandalorian? And he drops the line, I'm a simple man making my way through the galaxy. (laughs) Which is a callback to Django Mm -hmm. on Kamino when Kenobi confronts him. And he says, I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. Yeah,
2: Like father,
1: like
2: son. We're back in the woods again. And I love it that they're already... Back to Into the Woods. (laughs) It's always an Into the Woods reference. My word! I
3: really love that musical. <laughs> I'm of the woods. But I love that they're already establishing uh, motivation. Yeah. Uh huh. right. That, that that the the armor isn't just something that belongs to him; it belonged to his father, of yep. course, which we already knew. But he explains that it belonged to my father, Django. Yeah. And it but again, now... doing a great
2: job. If this is your your very first window into Star right. Wars, right. right? Here's the door. Come, you, yeah. Exactly
3: and it the the armor has some f- spiritual significance to him it's sure. a it's a you know he inherited it's his inheritance
2: yeah from Very, his it's like, like all he has of you know
3: of his father i mean other than his genes i guess <laughs> <laughs> and and mando's like well why don't i you know what's stopping me from dropping you right here right now and he said well cuz i have a buddy who uh is ready to open fire if you do that and we look up
1: oh i remember and that there's phoenix
3: Shand. Alive and well. Played by Ming-Na Wen. And uh, she doesn't have a rifle trained on Mando. She has it trained on Baby Yoda. Yep. Grogu. Excuse Smart me, cookies. Grogu. Excuse me. Baby Yoda is dead. <laughs> Grogu. And I, and I love it. You kind of have a Mexican standoff here. Yes. Where they're all it's just a, a prisoner's dilemma. Everybody's mm-hmm. everybody's got a gun pointed somewhere and and Boba's like let's have a chat there's no need for bloodshed. Mhm. It's like I'll put down the rifle if you put down the jetpack.
2: Really quick, what's the what, what's the 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 swear that they keep on using in the show?
3: Oh oh uh Oh is it, um is it I I looked it up dink fenic that's yeah, right, he said? I was going to say doesn't it doesn't have or the dink word Fennec, 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 Fennec in it. It or, wasn't
2: Fennec. it was Ferric maybe. Okay, maybe that's why I'm getting confused because it does sound dink like look it up. And I'm like it, is her name a swear word? <laughs> <laughs> like her parents yeah, were either I don't... really like a bunch of assholes or just like yeah. had a really great sense of humor.
0: Dank Farrick.
2: <laughs> oh, Farrick. There you go. Ferric.
3: Dank
2: Farrick.
0: Dank Farrick. <laughs> dank
3: I love, I love that. They, I love that they gave them a, a thing. A uh, universal mm-hmm. curse word.
2: Yes, yes, it's great.
3: Because if I li- if I lived in in the Star Wars galaxy, it would be f bombs, all over the place on right. the regular. And by f bomb you mean or fair.
0: frag? <laughs> yeah,
3: Or frag. Fragging.
2: Yeah, right. Fragging. Flag them, right. flag
3: em. <laughs> So he tells him, "I'll put down the gun. You put down the jetpack." Which, once he puts down the jetpack, I don't know about you two. I was like, Oh, oh that god, that's a bad idea.
0: Nope. Felt very bad about that.
3: Mm-hmm. It's like guys, no, keep the jetpack on. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So Fennec comes down, and she's like, oh, I guess it looks like you've seen a ghost. And he's like, well, you were dead. And Boba drops a really existential line, and he says, "Some uh, fate sometimes steps in to rescue mm. the wretched. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We were yeah. both left for dead on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. And he's been waiting Fennec... to say that to somebody. <laughs> he's, yes. in his he's bag like I've been poppet- practicing pocket this pocket line
0: f- as he's been walking through the <laughs> desert. I've been
2: practicing for this for years. Line. It's definitely yeah. been written in his journal uh, over I
0: can't and over wait again. To be <gasps> yeah. <someone>.
3: Fate sometimes <laughs> steps in to rescue the wretched.
2: No, 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 no. That was oh, too light. I gotta, light. Do, I gotta a do a little bit,
0: darker, a little bit <laughs> gruffer. Okay.
3: Right. And Fennec reveals that Boba saved her, and she she pulls away part of her tunic. And she has this gnarly cybernetic implant in her stomach that yeah. looks like it's, yeah, it's pumping. It. Like there's oh, a pump in there spooky. or something. Like it's like so, who did that? Was that an Boba engineer? and I like guess. well done? Wow, well done. You to a... you?
2: It looks like her. Like basically, her entire mid-half innards are completely replaced by. Yeah,
3: she's robots. a cyborg now.
2: Cyborg, cyborg, cyborgs. Don't get as wet.
3: But she said she says since since Boba saved me, I'm now in his service. And I, I kind of, I don't know if there's much of a parallel there, but if you remember in Attack of the Clones, if you mm-hmm. think back, Django ran with a female bounty hunter named right. Zam Wassell. Mm-hmm. And she's 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 in the movie very brief. She's in the, the chase scene. She tries to assassinate Padme at the beginning of the movie.
2: Oh, yes, yes, yes. But
3: it's cool that they're kind of setting up
0: parallel to that a yeah. parallel
3: dynamic totally, between these yeah. two partners, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. So he says, "You give me the armor. We'll help you protect the child." So he like, Which is an interesting turn of events that that Boba's interested in negotiating. Right. It, totally, I was going to say, yeah. Knowing what we know about him and his dad, it's like, well, these are very scary bounty hunters, and they're <laughs> yeah, not right. really game for compromise. He's like, I
2: don't owe anybody anything,
3: you know. But he said, "Yeah, I'll you know we'll we'll make that exchange," and he said, "That sounds like a pretty good offer, all things considered." I mean, I, 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 the only thing that makes me think that he, that, that... <laughs>
2: sorry, I'm going to restart. Um, I just think that maybe he sees the Mandalorian as a, not as an equal, but just like, you know, oh, you know, this would be a really tough and probably unnecessary fight. You know, let, let me offer him something.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's looking at him clad in Beskar. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. I mean. Uh-huh. There's no way I kill you. But I also, and and they do get to this point, I do think there is already a built-in level of respect.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. I could see that. Well, yeah, because he
3: watched him... For, for the reason we'll explain.
2: He watched him being eaten by a dragon yeah. and yeah. then That's coming true. out alive. That's true. He's well aware that this they, guy is... They hold that in common, that they both escaped from giant sand monsters.
3: So they make this agreement... And then we look up in the sky, and a ship has entered the atmosphere. An Imperial dropship. Retro. Mm. Which looks like a precursor to the ones you see in Force Awakens. I was just going right to say that. Right at the yep. beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, an Imperial troop dropship. And it lands, drop- and Mando to takes ship? off back up the mountain without the jetpack. Without the freaking jetpack, dude. Dum, dum, Damn! And he gets up there, and the child is still meditating still behind the field. And Mando tries to break in again. Gets thrown back again. Fails second time. Gets thrown back. Gets knocked out. And in my notes, next, this is what I have: Boba and Fennec fuck up <laughs> troopers. Yeah, to say the least. Which is which is a, which is about. I, and I I apologize for the swearing, but that's just no. kind of it's what happened. What this episode was, and and that's it's showing <laughs> all like, the creative ways I can kill oh, these wow. people. Oh my
2: god! I mean, we we knew he was obviously a very skilled fighter, and uh, and she's a great marksman. yeah you know, a yes, marksman totally. And but I think that it just the, like the oh, ferocity yeah. the that they showed. Shot, him, it just, yes. it, the it coolest shows shot pers- was
0: her jumping backwards off of that rock yeah, shooting two troopers like midair said and then like loud. back somersaulting to stand up and then kill like two more troopers. I was just like, Whoa.
3: very cool. Wow. Well, I mean, she's got the equivalent of a sniper rifle. I mean, it's, it's more like an assault rifle, but she's got the equivalent yeah. of a sniper rifle, and running around and shooting people length. like Gosh. 15 away 15 yeah. feet away. It's like, Oh, this is so great. Ugh. So she's up, she's up covering him and, and Boba, Pulls out his gaffy stick, which previously uh, uh, would you, would you we saw him? cleaning the teeth <laughs> of a bantha.
2: Right, but apparently, is a but l- this spike very on the weapon. end of a
3: gaffy, yeah, the the spike on the end of gaffy sticks has a much more nefarious purpose. Oh my god! And and I I also wrote this down. It's the most violent Star oh. Wars we've seen yet. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, R- uh, Robert Rodriguez. This is Robert Rodriguez. Grindhouse. Uh, we,
2: we saw. We saw. We saw helmets being literally shattered oh, he, which was like
3: which we we saw a bit of that with it reminded me of cheer yeah and rogue yeah. one with his, his staff. staff sure but he was so graceful this was, violent. This was pure was really violent. unadulterated rage
2: just yeah rage totally like he it was fast and
3: furious and it just and it, just and contorting their bodies mm-hmm. and like you said smashing their helmets and then they they'd show stormtroopers on the ground oh, just yeah that mangled. one shot was mm-hmm.
1: awful it
2: kind
0: of
3: you, oh, oh my yeah, God! Was his, his face his, snatched like,
0: in. His, oh. oh my God! Yikes! Yeah, I was very.
3: Whoops! And they'd cut to these shots of 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 Boba turning to the camera and just this oh visceral scowl. rage, at scowl.
2: He, it scowl. Like, it kind of it, it, it really adds a lot of depth to his character because you know we really didn't see much of his face in right. the other films, obviously. But um, and it, yeah, like, it and and we have his...
3: Django to go off of, but we. We know Django is really good with the with the pistols and
2: And he was always very cold and just, you know, pretty calm. But we but never like, saw rage. This this like it shows it like the <laughs> the fact that he's been you know, that he was trapped inside of a giant sand monster for a long time right. and that he got out and he was like he's he's been seeking vengeance like almost in his entire life. Like that building up over time and not really ever right. being able to fulfill that, like uh uh, it, you know it just you can see that in his eyes like he's just using his anger um in order to f- f- like like I, yeah it was
3: terrifying to to watch very cool well, and there was, there was a great shot of him dragging the gaffy mm-hmm. stick on the ground yes it reminded me of the grim reaper for oh some sure he, he drags it him. and picks it up and just slices it across the that the, the helmet
2: but how like more, more horror film, um, yeah, more horror yeah. film tropes, like, yeah. like how they use that like we were talking about it in um, right, with it the Tano episode really too, like they're 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 yeah they're using, um, definite like horror film things. Right, it's great.
3: So we then we then get to see a new class of Imperial stormtrooper, the mortar troopers were firing off these right. small artillery mm-hmm. into the the cliff to to, to and kill and they're Fennec. from
0: the they're from the second which actually is so funny it, it's, like, it's ship, probably the right the... yeah because at that point they had pretty much already killed maybe? all the troopers from the first ship
3: yeah that could be I think so I just remember. yes well there the, there was a there was yeah there was a a mortar guy a mortar crew on the first ship and then on the set the second ship drops. They brought out the big uh, gun. Well, no, actually, first there was. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember the order. Oh, oh, one of the best shots of the, the episode. So she's mm, 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 mm. she's running along the ridge line, and yes. they're shooting at her with the with the e web cannon that they set up. We saw we've seen these a couple times in, in Empire Strikes Back and, and well, last season. Uh, and she gets kind of caught behind a boulder, and a mortar knocks the boulder kind of loose, mm-hmm. and so she. Gets behind the boulder and and does the does the decline the power end. of press. strength and her and yeah does that the girl decline is... leg press with her new robotic <laughs> abdomen and kicks the rock down the hill and then we go full Raiders of the Lost Ark so great as the boulder comes flying down the hill just crushing stormtroopers takes out the cannon I will
2: say though it was kind of a little bit of a um uh an Austin Powers moment <laughs> with the guy in the gun because like that boulder like he had a solid five seconds to like get out of the way and he's just like I'm gonna keep shooting <laughs> yeah I guess he over. thought he
3: could he could blow it up but, yeah whoops uh, he is now passed away but I will no, not be not giving him. this one awake. and if you've never seen Austin
2: Powers I'm talking about the moment where there's like a steamroller that's like heading towards this guard it and takes like
3: five minutes to <laughs> get like, to him yeah no! <laughs> So, a second drop ship lands, and then this is when the, the shot Alyssa was talking about—the great oh jumping gosh. backwards that was off the, the rock, and part of that whole thing. shooting people, and so dope.
2: I will say that, that that weapon with the um, that like thing where they drop the bomb in and then it shoots it up—that's like the most.
3: That's a mortar. A mortar, yeah.
2: yes. Thank yeah. you. It's the uh, like seemingly like the 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 most. Non-futuristic-looking weapon that they've. Oh, that's used. yeah, that's straight World War Two. Yeah, I mean, totally, exactly. It's very yeah. interesting.
3: Yeah, that's stuff we use all the time. Yeah, right. Interesting. Uh, so Phoenix surrounded. There are lots of troops, reinforcements from the second dropship that lands. Mando sees this. For a third time, he tries to get through to Grogu. No go. That's so what he <laughs> Grogu, says. No okay, I'll uh. I'll protect you. Mm. I, you know, that's. I got your back. It's all we got. So. And his timing could not be terrible. Timing more terrible. It could not be worse. He says, "I'll protect him." Not ten seconds later, he comes out. Grogu finishes meditating, and passes out as he always does from the exertion. And uh, so, Mm -hmm. I already had a pit in my stomach at that point. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, he's vulnerable. Meanwhile, down in the valley, Mando and Fennec are effing up some stormtroopers. We get to see the whistling birds again. sure mm-hmm. his little wrist arrows, so rockets. Super cool. dope. And he's just a friggin' tank. Yeah. He's surrounded and they're all shooting at him and it just doesn't matter. And a part we missed uh, before this happened, amidst all the violence Boba was committing. On the stormtroopers, he glances over and sees the Razor Crest. Yes, and they make a point to to show him seeing it. Yeah, and we I'm know like, his armor is in what he there. Wants to get. So we cut back to hear Mando and Fennec are firing at the troopers. Then we see a grenade land from the sky, explodes, kills a few of them. You hear a jetpack, see a guy land, and then. you... <laughs> I screamed. The the stormtrooper turns around. You get a didgeridoo, just loud (laughs) blast, and there's Boba in his armor.
2: (gasps) (laughs) just slaps the guy across the face. Man, that was sexy.
3: And then you basically get a comic book. I mean, this is what I I texted, I think, Alyssa earlier today and said this was Star Wars porn, which Mm -hmm. was just everything you imagined Boba Fett being able to do just by looking at him, he does it, Mm -hmm. in about, Fifteen seconds. Yes. He's got his wrist um, blaster. Can you
2: show us all your bells and like, he was like, so you "Have your best sixteen us, bar you know? cut." Right. Like, He's like, there yeah, go."
3: Do you have? Yeah. Do you? Can you do fan kicks? Right. right. It, it says here on your resume you have knee darts. Yes. Yeah, can see we see some, some of those, darts, please? <laughs> He's like, "Oh yeah, I could show you some knee darts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a wrist blaster, and then oh maybe I'll launch somebody with my wrist rocket." Yeah. And he does that too. I could do a round uh, off backhand handspring <laughs> into the splits. Can you do? One we do right. And he's so good at it that the troopers are like, "No, no, we're not going (laughs) to do this." So how scared they got, they all of them run. Yes. And and climb into the ship, and there's a great shot of the the ship's leaving, and one of the stormtroopers is struggling to get in, and they close the door, and
2: get in, get in.
3: So off they go, and Boba calmly calmly walks up to, uh, walks into place, and puts down his little antenna Mm -hmm. on his visor, and fires off a rocket. Nates on one of the, the ships, ship. which then collides into the other ship. <laughs> and as as is so customary and just so important, he yes. turns oh, around before yeah. the explosion. Of course, faces the camera because tough it, guys are. don't watch things explode. Yeah,
0: but he then knows in he a, but it. then in typical Star Wars fashion, we get like a sort of like you know jokey, snarky line directly after where Mando says, "So funny, wow, nice shot." And and uh, nice shot. Boba Fett says, "I was aiming at the other ship."
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. That was and great. I and I think Daniel, you remarked on this, but uh, Temera Morrison is bigger. Yeah, he's oh, thicker. Yeah. Like, he, he's he's a thick man. Yeah, and I, I'm and I'm Beaky. glad. And the, the armor looks a little smaller on him, but yeah. I love that he's he. That, right. They didn't change anything about it. Yeah, because they could have easily, older res- and...
2: you know, resized it, you know, to make it look like he's, he's always been this size, you know, which I think would have been people would have commented on that and been like, that's fake. Yeah. And right. so this was this was great attention to detail that, you know, he's he's an older man now and he has he, he's a different sized person. And.
3: Well, he just look. I mean, as we saw, it, he's he's thicker in the sense that he could probably just snap somebody. Oh, in half. yeah,
2: he's a raging <laughs> like, barbarian.
3: Babe. Yeah, he's a giant. And I love, I love his new, uh, his new geta. I liked, I liked yeah, the armor so over cool. like his Tuscan robes. That's it looks kind very of a, a really samurai. cool, a very cool look. look for sure. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, exactly.
0: Yeah, it's it's really an, cool it's
2: again. it's the new Boba. You know, yeah.
3: So we can't even Aww. take a breath before we see a giant. Laser bolt from the sky. Oh, man. Which destroys That's the razor travestil. crest. Blows the razor crest to smithereens. Yeah, wow. There, nothing I, I was like, left.
2: Let's see them fix this. <laughs> yeah. They let's see your Moncalo. Let's see the, the Moncalo sweater. Let's see get, the Moncalo sweater this fix this one. <laughs> oh. You yeah. know what though, are at this point Amy's- in the show, I mean, it's kind of a running gag almost. I feel like, like they're somehow going <laughs> to figure out how to fix it. <laughs> yeah, a-
3: a- Amy Sedaris and Armand Calvert are going to have to figure this out
1: from the explosion. Yeah. <laughs> Just
3: right.
2: Yeah, we're going right, to get another back fixing like montage, a and it's going to be fixed <laughs> in less than a couple minutes.
3: And yeah, and you're going to so, da, <laughs> so Boba quickly flies back to Slave One. And. Amando looks up into the sky with his thermal vision and sees Moff Gideon's light cruiser. Oh balls! And we're like, okay. Yep. That's the first time it that the, they've seen it. The time has come. The, the shit is hitting the fan. Mm-hmm. So he goes back for the kid without Just the jetpack again.
0: Again. Up the mountain.
3: I know. I was screaming that. I was like,
0: use your jetpack, you idiot!
3: And so we cut to the bridge of the light cruiser, and Moff Gideon asks. Have the dark troopers been deployed? Yeah, wow. So yep. again, another so, confirmation. Like,
0: prepared for that. Dead on.
3: <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> yeah, They're right. just they are just lovingly going into the expanded universe and mm-hmm. saying, Mine now. And and we got the Iron Man equivalent. Iron Man. Yep. Or the Star Wars equivalent of Iron Man. Yeah. This yep. is John this was all John Favreau. Yeah, hundred percent. These black robotic stormtroopers yep. that can fly. With the red eyes. They reminded me, uh, if you've seen some of the X Men movies, they reminded me of the Sentinel robots, the mutant hunting robots from and those. You guys haven't just seen scary. it, but
2: I think I've told you to watch it, but the little bit of Ballastar yeah, Galactica haven't watched as well. Yet.
3: Yeah, just you should watch. I haven't watched it yet. I will. So they they uh-huh. take off from the ship, and they head down to capture the child. And uh, they are successful in this endeavor. They and are very spooky. The cry yeah. from the child when they grab him oh. will live in my memory. <laughs> for and he's a already too tired to fight so he back can't or anything. Like, yeah, he's exhausted. Right he can't. You're right. He he looks at. He wakes up just as they they yeah. they, they show up, and he tries to kind of.
2: And we haven't even seen this was we, we all we know now about these dark troopers is that they can fly, which is horrifying, which is enough. But yeah, we don't know what these things are even capable of yet.
3: And I'm already terrified. And to answer Finn's question from The Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. yes, they do fly now. <laughs> they do. They've oh been boy. flying for a while. Mm-hmm. So they take off with the child. We then see Boba in Slave 1. Pursue them, thinking, "Okay, he's really wow." Boba Boba's gonna holding, save the kid. This is an word, interesting yeah. development. He's yeah. gonna save the kid, and he's he's ready to blow him out of the sky. But they they Mando and Fennec call him off because we can't risk hurting the child. Right. And, he's and like, so oh, Boba okay, says, sure. "Well, so I'll loosely pursue them, kind of check out where they're going, and then Boba in his ship see comes into contact with the light cruiser and." Your marks that, that, that the, the Empire me, like, is the back. that that just gave me the worst and...
0: chills ever when he said that. Fennec was like, "How can that? How can that be? How, like how?"
3: Yeah. And Fennec drops a little world building. It's like, well, the 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 yeah. Outer Rim is under New Republic jurisdiction. That's impossible. This and is the it's empire. like, well, I'm looking at it with yeah. my own eyes. They're Ooh. here. And so he breaks off, and then the cruiser jumps into hyperspace while still in the atmosphere which is interesting they've I, mm-hmm. in canon they've always cautioned against doing that right so yeah that was, desperate times like though, very I guess. it's a very reckless maneuver mhm um we then cut to just an awful scene of of mando sifting through the ruins yeah. of the razor crest Ugh. and and you have a really morose and tragic rendition of the show's theme song yeah, kind of playing as he's sifting through it. And he finds
0: Death Star knob. the ball. The Death Star ball.
3: Ugh. Finds the, the knob survived, which is just crushing, and he puts it in his pocket, and then he finds the Beskar spear. And those are the only th- two things to survive. Yeah. And that, if that's not some symbolism for you. And he's got his ball, and he's got his spear. Yeah. And that's all he needs. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, I guess. And he approaches Boba and uh, Boba remarks about the spear and and then he he pulls up kind of a, a data pad a in his brick. suit and it, he show it, it's it's the chain code which which bounty hunters I guess attach to their, their armor. He said, "This is my chain code. It's been in here Work for yeah, twenty five years." There's my years. father's
0: name. Yeah. There's my name. Uh, yeah.
3: And uh, and it's here that they canonize the fact that Django Fett was yeah. a Mandalorian foundling, which is
2: so cool. And, I love that. And
3: he fought in the Mandalorian Civil War. Like wow, wow, wow. Which which makes Boba the the mm-hmm. rightful heir to those. To, to that armor and previously also just
2: explains uh like you know um fighting in the civil war um it just adds a lot of depth Absolutely. to both of their characters Django and boba well and we you know, know
3: we know Django wasn't a part of death squadron because or, uh, of uh, uh death watch death watch excuse me not Death Squadron. uh he wasn't a part of death watch because right. he removes his helmet right yeah so i mean that I don't know how relevant that is but we know he and and, and Mando wouldn't have been from the same yeah. tribe um mm-hmm. And it, it's really interesting because in old canon and I th- I thought immediately to uh on PlayStation 2 uh there was a video game that came out not long after Attack of the Clones called Bounty Hunter and you played as Django Fett. Oh yeah. And I it kind of filled I, in his I, I knew backstory that, but and I knew of it all, all the way up to the point of of mm. doing a job for Count Dooku. Oh, right. And then agreeing to go with him to be cloned and whatnot. But we learned that that he had Mandalorian heritage, and, uh, but then once that is was- Is that de- still canon? Well, it is now. I mean, that that game isn't anymore. Sure. But but, yeah. but they've basically taken that, that backstory so and is... reinstated yeah. it. So, yeah, in a way, yes. That's a roundabout way of Apparently saying yes.
2: Apparently Dave Filoni like, was just like, yep, that, that's, what, that's what the story is. That's
3: it. So Django is officially a Mandalorian and- Wow. The armor belongs to Boba, which is just great Freaking for all cool. of us who love that that deep diving
2: and and it has now made like Boba Fett seem seemingly
3: this like really complicated character. Right. And I've seen people remark that Boba went from being the most overrated character in Star Wars because he was just cool armor that right. <laughs> that had a jetpack malfunction and died. Right. He he went from that to being maybe one of the most underrated and i kind yeah, of I kind of want to see what's going on there now.
2: Totally. I um, mean and, and it's it really again like all thanks to Dave Filoni, because i yes. mean he obviously really loved that character too and he's just like i'm going to i'm going to write this
3: character right. and make him really deep. And and uh so he thanks Mando for for the armor and returning it and Mando says well i guess that concludes our business and Boba says well not quite. I told you we would... If I got the armor, I'd help you protect the child. I said, well, the child has gone. It's like, well, yeah. I'm in debt to you until we return him to you safely.
2: Yeah, which two things about that. Like, the fact that, A, the Mandalorian is already, like, he's already at the point where, like, the child is gone and almost seemingly giving up. Like not, Maybe not giving up, but just, like, thinking that the child is basically dead now. Um, but then also, like, the uh, Boba's now, like, a person who lives up to his word. Like I literally half expected when he looked over at the razor crest, I was like, Oh, he's just going to take the armor and then leave. Mm. Like, and then, then just blow like, up the ship he, or something. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's just like, you know, I, I don't even need a bargaining chip now. I can just steal it and go. But like, he's
3: like, he's a man of honor question <laughs> mark. Yeah. That, that's another great color. The, he, the, he has a moral code. Bounty hunters have moral codes. Yeah. Right. And he clearly has Mandalorian in him. So, sure um so it, it, it uh, i was saying to daniel that it, it kind of paints how we look at him in empire strikes back differently uh, all we yep. remember is him presiding over han solo getting frozen and then delivering to him to jabba the hut but he truly right. doesn't have allegiances it's just a man doing his job the next job yep so he agrees to to help him, and this is where I freaked out and had to pat myself on the back because yeah. Avengers assemble! Yeah, yeah, yeah! It's they're happening! That hardcore now. We are getting an Avengers-style team up. Ooh-wee. Uh, more on that in a moment. But mm-hmm. so they they fly to Navarro. We're back to Navarro. Peter
0: on Navarro. slave one,
3: they're all flying on slave one now. So slave now one ship. is yeah is now the ship. Which is so friggin' great, so dope, friggin' dope, great. dope, 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 dope. They fly to Navarro, and uh, Mando goes to see Cara Dune, yep, who's now officially—we got an answer—is now Marshall. officially a yeah. marshal. Yeah, we were wondering what that medal was, and they're like, "Oh, here it is. This is so what this she's taking is. a serious job. She literally got a badge. And Mando says, "I'm," I asks for help, and says, "I'm looking for for somebody in the prison directory. Can you help me find him, uh, an ex-imperial sharpshooter." Named Miggs Mayfield, Bill Burr. Seen him before. Who we saw in
0: The Heist, yeah.
3: See the, the Heist episode in season one. Avengers Assemble. Yep. 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 Said I'm I'm looking for him to help me. But also
2: kinda like Suicide Squaddy a little bit.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's like we need a bad guy in order to defeat the other bad guys. Yeah. I'm putting together a crew to mm-hmm. uh, to take down Gideon. Yeah. And 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 Kara said, I'd love to help you, but there are rules now, and I can't just do this on a whim. <laughs> and then he says, they've taken the child. And she looks at him. And like, uh, yeah. She's and like, you know all she's right, what are we doing? Now, too.
0: How are we making this happen? Yep,
3: she's like, well, no.
2: yeah, <laughs> Right. I mean, you know right. that, that like I think anybody in the world currently, like if, if Baby Yoda was, uh, like if Grogu like, existed in real life, I think Absolutely. that everybody would take up arms. <laughs> if, Absolutely. If, if Grogu was in trouble.
3: Hundred per cent. You will have achieved world peace. <laughs> yeah,
0: truly, and we put our I combined
3: think... might. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. I'd like to quote my dad again, and I, I brought him up in the last episode too. He just finished season one. Oh wow. And and the quote was I love baby Yoda more than anything in the world. <laughs> You're, Wait a minute, <laughs> but like I'm your I'm your daughter. More than me, apparently. More than you, child. <laughs> I'm like, can't argue with
2: that. I mean, you're right. Yeah, I can't. Argue I don't with that fault either. you. Honestly, I, l- I, I <laughs> no. yeah,
0: yeah, I it's, love him more than anything in the world. It's, un- it's <laughs> unbelievable.
3: <laughs> so, we have the makings of That's a team. That's relatable. We have the makings, at least, of the start of a team, and yep. I suspect there will be other members of this Avengers squad. Oh well, yeah, yeah. We've, we've yet to meet this this, you know
2: potential Jedi that is going to come and be with Grogu. Well, know, and and, so. and then we have
3: Ahsoka out there possibly. And we well, have... and
2: I say Jedi and there's, there is a slight chance that it could be somebody from the dark side too. We've got Ahsoka. Could out. be. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, I, <laughs> I made a joke to myself cause I was thinking about, you know, well, you know, they killed, uh, they've killed Maul off. He is like hella dead. Um, but like they killed him off once. Maybe this time, you know, instead of like a half mall, he'll come back as like a quarter mall. Oh, yeah, fourth mall. He'll <laughs> <laughs> still be. Like... Oh no. You know, and each time he just gets like less and less of oh, like he's dead. Yeah, like you know. from the
0: Lego special when it was just his just right, his just top oh God, half. I like this that. time he's just like literally like half sliding of, around half oh of his torso as well. So
2: great. Um, yeah.
0: and we did ask. Um, on the last episode, if any of our listeners had any theories or thoughts about who could be potentially the Jedi mm-hmm. to respond yes. to Grogu. Yes. And we did have uh, Kurt Russell Hayden. It's my good friend Kurt! Yeah, he said, don't forget who could also show up, Mace Windu. We yes. don't see him die. Plus, Samuel L. Jackson is besties with John Favreau.
1: What if he shows up
0: to train Grogu only to get killed by Boba Fett? Well, we know that that probably is not going to happen anymore with Boba Fett, but... Yeah, right, right, right. Mace Windu, whoa.
3: I believe I commented to Kurt that uh, because Mace decapitated Boba's father, it's only right that Boba decapitates Mace Windu.
0: Yeah. Yes.
3: Uh, Samuel Jackson... Well,
0: actually, what you said is... Boba slicing off Mace's head is what this year needs. <laughs>
3: yes.
0: <laughs> Which oh honestly, my I have nothing yes. against Mace
3: Windu. I just kind of think no. he's an ass. Well,
0: I just kind of want to see him. I kind of just want to see him okay. suffer
3: because he didn't take Ahsoka seriously at their hour of need. Mm. Harumph. Um, but yeah. That's for another day.
2: He got in his own way. I um uh, but but yeah. I, again, I I that's the rule for really any. Any franchise or movie or anything like that, nobody, no
3: death. Yeah, and and Correct. Samuel he's... Jackson has said over the years that he would love to come back, and that he was he kept he's oh, been man. telling George Lucas, he's been spamming Lucasfilm and George Lucas saying <laughs> Mace is not dead, and you know
0: this. I love that.
2: <laughs> you know this. Bring but, me wow. back,
0: bring back my purple saber.
2: Well, they've and... been doing. I mean, like, I, I, I mean, uh, they're they've been doing a lot of fan service. Like throughout the, this this series, and you know, to the point where you know, you got to be a little careful about how much fan service you're doing, because then you're just like giving everybody what they want, and like, and we know that too much of that, too much of a good thing is too much. So, um, not saying that I wouldn't want him back, because I think that'd be freaking dope as hell. But they got to do it
3: the right way. Yeah, and I I don't know if he's super relevant. Well, he, well. To yeah, Boba's no, he, story, he is. To
0: Boba's story, yeah. Yeah, but 100%. That,
3: but Boba is still, as far as this series is concerned, is a side character and right. right. but they would have to set that up though
2: too. I mean, well, I don't because I, I again, if we're getting the Mandalorian as like your very first taste of Star Wars, we gotta they've gotta somehow set that up, maybe that there is some kind of, or maybe they don't, I don't know that, that they you show that they have that history um, before they meet, you know what I mean? Because then when they meet, you're like, Oh, they're having a moment together. Ooh, right. And if,
3: if, if the rumored Boba Fett series that's in development is, is actually a thing and is actually about Boba. I, I, mm-hmm. I had read it's a prequel to Mandalorian. So sure. So perhaps... and maybe he's, maybe
2: he's looking for, for Mace at that point
3: or something. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, Anyway, that's not how the episode ends, unfortunately. No, <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Serious so, tangent. Mace does not but... show up in this episode. So we go aboard Gideon's cruiser, and there's Gideon looking all evil and mm-hmm. stupid and <laughs> dumb. I hate that guy. And Gosh. he walks into a cell with a couple stormtroopers, and we see Grogu using the force to absolutely clobber the two troopers in there. hmm yeah. I wanted to take enjoyment in it.
2: But it's a little spooky. It's it is spooky. very spooky. He's tapping
3: he, into well, one, we're seeing he is very powerful for his age. Uh huh. But the way he's using the force, it almost look he, looks like he's going in for a force choke.
0: Well it was. It was very dark. Very side. It was yeah. very and, dark. It was very close. It was very dark. And and this one of the stormtroopers moves
3: sure. in one of the stormtroopers moves in to stun him and Gideon says, no, no, "No, wait, 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 let this play out. And it just becomes a sick experiment. Watching this kid. It's kind of like
2: playing with the toys almost. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, obviously allowing him to,
3: to use his anger. It's like how like kids play with action figures, you know? (laughs) And so he, he stops and then he's all tuckered out Poor little bugger. Oh, and,
0: and his little wheezing.
3: Yeah, just exhausted. And Gideon goes, oh, that makes you so sleepy. And that, <laughs> That's a shame. I'm like, oh, I, I hate you I hate I hate hate, so much. I hate you so much. And then he pulls out the dark saber and ignites it and shows yep. it to the child. And it's like, you recognize Same these movies? from a long time ago? And you see, you see the child attempting to use the force to either... Take it from him or mm-hmm. push it back. I'm not mm-hmm. quite sure which. Yeah. And he's just struggling. And yeah. and he said, uh, Gideon says, you're not ready. Oh, you're for, not ready for this. To wield something like this. Which, again, potential foreshadowing. Um, he said, how about a nice long
2: sleep? Could you imagine, just for a moment, little...
3: Baby
0: lightsabers, just
3: don't give him a (laughs) lightsaber.
0: If if they do, it has to be enormous and like seventeen times too big. Right, (laughs) Right.
3: (laughs) it's basically a spear. It's the only way it'll be acceptable. Uh It's a spear in his hand. (laughs) So then they stun him. They put Mm. Grogu in handcuffs Mm. in the most adorable little handcuffs you've ever seen. Leave him there passed out. Mm. And as he's as Gideon's leaving the room, he turns to his senior officer and says, Once we're out of hyperspace, send a transmission to Dr. Pershing and tell him we have our donor. Mm. Yeah. Send a DM to my good friend. And then the episode ends with a a few of Baby Yoda's stuff. We have a donor. And... We have a donor for what?
0: <sighs> oh. That was horrible. And that's that's
3: where that's where they will leave. That was us tragic. For
0: a week. That was tragic. Truly. <sighs> that was a tr- A tragic.
3: I hate him. Day. I hate him so much. Yeah, yeah, he's he's so
0: evil. He's filling me oh, with rage. Oh my gosh.
3: So uh knowing
2: all this, I mean, like we've only got two more episodes left. And I if I if we know the show well enough, it feels like it's gonna be like a part one and a part two. Uh maybe. I mean, like, how are they gonna wrap this up? I mean, is it is it gonna is it gonna wrap up with them successfully getting him back, or are they gonna leave us on our? I mean, whoa! Would
3: if that they be left a crazy us for a trip? year with Baby with Yoda's him, fate in no. doubt,
0: I'll never forgive there, them for that. There will be riots in the streets, <laughs>
3: and I will be leading them.
0: Yeah, I'll never forgive them <laughs> yeah, for that, really especially intense. right will... now in this time in the world. If that is what we're left with, I.
3: I'll burn oh it all God. down. Yeah. I'll burn it all down.
2: Well, and here's the other thing too. Um like but yeah, they, I <laughs> I think as a series they probably are I mean like, you know, they monetarily wise they probably can't kill Grogu. All. They
3: absolutely will not.
2: Yeah, I feel like they can't do that. That being said, it would be like the most ballsy. That would be a very Game of Thronesy, no. crazy thing that they. I like. We're not I'm, the I'm same not,
0: kind of Game of Thrones people, and is not Mandalorian show. people are not the same. I mean, <laughs> well, no, there's crossover, exploded, but... Y'all watched both, but no. Right.
2: It would I'd, be. I'll say this. I don't. It would be the most devastating thing that happened on television,
3: though. I don't. For sure. I have no desire for that.
0: No. Yeah, yeah. It won't. Yeah, it
3: saying. won't even bring me joy in the sense like, wow, this show went there. I'll just be angry. Yeah.
0: It would, yeah, yeah. Right.
3: Exactly.
2: So that that's kind of my point is I am I'm, I'm thinking that uh, if they, but but I guess my I they're going to be my 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 imagination is going to that they are going to be successful in their sus- experiment. They're going to be able to extract whatever they enough. need from the child, yeah. but like just enough so that he's not completely
3: dead, but like almost dead.
2: My my concern
3: is the child going to the dark side, not, not even, not from even Gideon meddling with him, but the long game on this kid is that we have now seen he's impressionable. mm
1: -hmm.
2: Yeah. And, and and we're, we're, we're dealing with, I mean, in, in all of the star Wars, um, you know, sagas, this is like, uh, showing you maybe potentially what trauma does to people, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, um, and, 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 you know, how you deal with trauma and,
3: um, uh, yeah. Really, What's really, interesting, interesting though is that you're not you're not going to see him grow up very much, Mm-mm. right? At all. I mean, because he's he's fifty years old, he's still a toddler. Unless, I mean,
2: we all know that they are developing more films. Um, if they if we got a, like a super flash forward and like we got an older version of Grogu, maybe yeah, it have to have to be a
0: couple hundred years. It would have to be years. a super duper flash yeah. forward. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, It'll be very interesting. Oh, you could
3: have an you could, I, there. There might be an epilogue someday yeah. where.
2: Well, we know that Dave Filoni is very capable of epilogues. He, that he's are really good far at epilogues. The oh he's yeah, fine. we didn't discuss that in the last episode. So, um, uh, sort of a this isn't a correction corner, but like, um, <laughs> I stole that phrase from, uh, my favorite murder. I can't. Well, you shouldn't steal. Stop stealing. It correction corner um but uh we were talking about the timeline of this uh this show and the end the very last episode well actually not even the last episode the last the epilogue of rebels the epilogue of rebels Yes. yes Whether or not it took it that took place before or after the Mandalorian, like at least before before <laughs> this last episode, or actually at the end of the last episode, we we assumed that Rebels happened before. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and Filoni Dave Filoni has
0: said like you need to stop thinking so linear, <laughs> like yes, the timeline yeah, he, he, is he, he, uh, can be and will which be means all over w- the place.
3: W- well, right. which means they're figuring it yeah. out. It, right. it will yeah, exactly be set right. in stone, but they have not, depending on what the other series look like, like what the Rebels sequel series right looks like, they haven't mm-hmm. decided how best it lines up yeah. yet. That's how absolutely. I read it.
2: But it's cool that it could go both ways. Yes. Totally. And I, it, 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 it's a very I'll
3: tantalizing buy, thing. I'll buy either, because it, totally. it, if you buy the argument that it's, uh, if that epilogue is after Mandalorian, I'd buy it because we see Sabine looking out on Lothal, and it's built into this these giant skyscrapers where mm-hmm. only a couple years before, uh, it, there it was, was nothing just, there. Kind of podank, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I I would actually think it would take a while for them to to develop like that. So I I would You'd buy think. that the epilogue is a long time after the beginning of Rebels, and therefore yeah. uh, at least like not five years, but like maybe ten or 10, 15 right. years. and yeah. and maybe that epilogue takes place five years after Mandalorian. Sure, or, mm-hmm. you know.
2: Which again could <laughs> explain the uh, the the difference in length of her her, her hair head tentacles. <laughs> well
3: I don't think there's a, I explanation don't think that's other a than I think stunts. they just said that like I know, she can't do this. Really, but <laughs> she right. can't do everything she but needs people, to do people with still don't accept enormous that.
0: tentacles wrapping around her waist and crotch.
3: <laughs> Even a week later people don't accept no. it. And I'm
2: like, Isn't it didn't isn't that why they why um, uh, Anakin called him called her Snips. Isn't that like why they call the is Isn't that because of that that they call those tentacles like they nicknamed them Snips? Am I, I crazy? So. I, know. I, don't, I don't. I don't.
3: I actually don't remember. I feel like I should know that
0: they but... call them Snips. Like it was sort I of a
2: derogatory Ahsoka, term, but he turned um, it into like novel, a cute term of endearment. Like,
3: hey, Snips. Her nickname. Yeah, her. I don't remember why she is called Snips.
2: Oh God, I just got chills because I thought about because well, it, it, we all. Are just dreaming and hoping that this happens, but like Anakin, like Anakin's return to to the world in some way, shape, or form, whether it's a a flashback or maybe a Force ghost or something like that. But just hear him saying, "Hey, Snips to Ahsoka!" Oh my god, I would
3: cry. I would well, cry. if any rumors about the Obi Wan series are true, we'll see flashbacks with oh, yeah. live action Ahsoka and Anakin. Um, I yeah. just but... looked
0: it up, Anakin. In a lot of their interactions, um, he kept saying that she was like snippy with him, so that's why she called him. Oh, oh there there you go. He that's he called right. her snips, right. yeah.
2: That yeah. makes sense because she was a total snippet, right. snipper she, doodle. she was strong-willed. She called as him young Sky one. Guy, yep,
3: that makes sense. There you go, yeah. She should have called him Sky Guy's yeah, a well, stupid man. I may be snippy, but you're gonna murder the youngling, so <laughs> you so there's that, yep, awkward. Um but yeah, the, the, going back to those timelines, it, it is interesting because then that kind of puts into perspective you know, why is is why is Ahsoka specifically asking for Thrawn right, right now, right? And has he already it, been found? It does found... change. We we talked about it. Has he been found already, or Th- yeah? And does, why would this? Does she know that would, Ezra would, is I still mean, there? If this woman is working for him and maybe building ships for him, that means. Ezra's probably already been found, or at least yeah. Thrawn found his way back. Or Right. It's just very...
0: Oh, wow.
2: I think either way, it's seemingly like, at least in the Mandalorian world, it feels like Thrawn is definitely... I don't know if he's necessarily firing at all cylinders, but he's definitely around. Yeah, maybe. And also, uh, another thing that... Um... That uh, we were sort of talking about too was the the possibility that he is working independent of right. the Empire mm-hmm. yeah, as a and... as as a chiss yeah as uh-huh. a you know a member of his own people as
3: opposed to the Empire yeah, yeah. very Which, possible
2: very cool implications as well I don't know if they'll it?
3: address that in Mandalorian or like we said it could very well be uh, that could absolutely address elsewhere his
2: own show. and I I I'd almost prefer it too just because like that's that seemingly such a huge Like pivot in the the whole storyline that it deserves. It's like you know to be explained
3: in its full. Well, I'll be very curious if if Gideon makes it out of this season Mm -hmm. alive. Sure. Well, as if he does, that'll tell you he's he's the guy going forward. If not, then your imagination can run wild and.
2: Yeah. Are you a Snoke or are you an Emperor? Yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. We'll find
2: out. We'll find out. Good God! What an episode. (gasps) Oh my it God! Yeah, only two more.
0: Oh, that makes me so sad.
2: It does.
3: And then we have to wait a whole year. They're gonna be lengthy. I, I, that's my prediction. I have no knowledge. <laughs> I hope they're, they're lengthy. Be, they're, they, they've got some. They've got some stuff to answer for. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ain't oh, that the man. Truth. That was a doozy. A doozy indeed. Yeah. To drop your theories in the comments. Yeah, send honestly, us an email. Like, we
2: love it when you guys comment. It. It really. Yeah. Uh, adds to the depth of our conversation dm
3: you can reach us on twitter uh if shout you're... out to kurt again thank you for yeah, yes thank you yep, for your input uh, i hope i hope mace returns and is summarily executed <laughs> by boba i'm i'm putting that out there into the universe <laughs> you know actually i should
2: ask this question because i think kurt would find it funny um and I'm sure he's listening right now.
0: Right now? But, even before we've released this yeah. episode? <laughs> yeah, oh my right now.
3: gosh. Yeah, he has a live feed. I did tell you that? All-knowing, he's a
2: very,
0: yeah, very, he's very serious special. fan.
2: Now, this is a random question. Would you rather have uh, a poop
3: dick or a poop mouth? Nope.
0: No, why nope. would we nope. need to talk that. about We're that? Not, <laughs> <answer>
3: that <question>. <laughs> <laughs> not even going to dignify it.
0: Oh, come on, you guys. think about it yourself later when you're tucking yourself into bed. <laughs>
3: Do do not respond in the, Do not respond in the no, comments please. with your answers to that question. That That's was not, not for any of you listening no. to this.
2: Yeah. No. Everybody, please message message me.
3: Yeah.
0: Privately so, anyways, this and, is Daniel's uh, last time on the podcast, and
3: we, we are tra- We are trading him to Moff Gideon for the child.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah.
3: All right. I'll save
2: Baby Yoda. I'll no. Do it. No. It's a trade. trade. It's a just, straight just trade. Straight trade. <laughs> they. They would. I also had to pay them several million dollars to agree to that, but. Or credits, excuse
3: me. Wow, I didn't even I didn't either. I took out a <laughs> loan, <laughs> a reverse mortgage. Oh. To save the child, I've ruined my <laughs> finances.
0: Wow. All right. Well, that was Mandalorian Season 2, Chapter 14. Thanks for oh. listening. This is Inside the Tauntaun of Star Wars podcast. And we'll be back next week for Chapter 15.
2: Yas Queen.
0: Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening. The, the we appreciate long. you. Drop us a comment. Leave us a a love letter. Give us a little rating. Maybe us some. Yeah, some five yeah, stars. Give on a, yeah. Give us an Apple Podcast. Give us give us some love if you if you have some. Um. Uh. Like yeah. and subscribe. Oh. Yes. Uh, I'm Alyssa Simmons.
2: And I'm Daniel Dawson. And I'm Dino Nakandros.
0: May the Force be with you. Always. See ya.